Welcome back to Chainsaw Matinee. Everyone take your seats. We have such sights to show you. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. I'm Hannah. And my name is Ja. Hello, welcome. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to yeah. have you. Um, welcome to our spooky house. <laughs> yeah. It's got cobwebs and ghosts. Ooh. Uh, so, Jenna, you were the one who requested this week's movie, and I'm extremely excited to talk about it. Yes. And that, that movie is Orphan. I am a little bit obsessed with these movies, honestly. I don't <laughs> blame so you. Fun. They're really good. I didn't see them until, like, literally, like, two weeks ago, and I'm kind of obsessed with them too now. <laughs> I'm like, these are great. <laughs> Well, it's fascinating because this was one of my first horror movies I saw growing up. Really? Which I don't know how. Yeah, because this is not something I probably should have seen as a child. Honestly, I feel like there are a lot worse options for a for a for like yeah. a ch- ch- children's horror movie. It's not especially gory. Was, it's yeah. This is one that when I was in middle school when it came out, all of the girls in my class were like. Oh my gosh, have you seen Orphan? They like they like totally like ruined the ending for me and I had like I had like no interest in seeing it, but like they were like it was like so shocking and appalling to them. And so like they would just like talk about it in like the gym class locker room. It was very funny to me. <laughs> I am um, I remember seeing the poster for it. And I think like at one point I was at a movie I was at the movie theater and there were like these little kids in line in front of me, like going to see something completely different, but one of the kids pointed at the poster and was like just started making up a plot for the movie. It was not the movie's plot, but he was like, I heard that movie's about a boy and girl who live in a haunted house and the ghosts kill them. And like, I just, that stuck in my mind so much because I thought it was so cute. That's adorable. That's so funny. I love it when kids just make stuff up. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, Orphan is not about a haunted house. No, it's about an orphan. It's about a haunted orphan. <laughs> She's not really haunted. It is She's about a boy and a girl. And yeah, yes, there, there are. Boys I was trying and to think girls. of some way a ghost could be involved, but now nah, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't um, know. Tessa Farmiga is pretty of, spooked. I don't know the ghost of Hannah's childhood. Oh, <laughs> it's uh. it's the ghost of the uh, the American adoption system true mm. um yeah so let's get into orphan so um the movie opens with like this crazy nightmare sequence where ugh, i'm gonna have to look up the characters names because i can't remember the mom's her name, name is kate kate I Thank took you. extensive notes, so I, I actually <laughs> do know names. <laughs> yes. I, I didn't need notes for that because that name, uh, speaking of haunting, haunts me. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so Kate is pregnant and she's at the hospital getting ready to get birth, but like it goes wrong. Like all the they drag her into like this hospital room and all the nurses are like, "Oh, sorry, your baby's dead." And she's like, "No, it's not. I can feel it moving." And then like. It's weird. They, like, hold her down and, like, cut the fetus out of her and then, like, her husband's video. Yeah. So the husband is, um, uh, Bill Sarsgaard. Wait, really? I think his name is. Uh, he's the, he plays the district attorney in the new Batman movie. That's all I remember about him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a Sarsgaard. He's a Sarsgaard. Okay, that explains I why I, I genuinely thought I don't you were talking about. I remember what his first man. name is, but I remember, but I remember <laughs> that that part. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me double check. <laughs> okay. Uh, um. So what is his actual name is? <laughs> while they're checking, I do want to give props to the specific shot in this opening sequence where uh, where Kate is like being pushed down the hall in the uh, in the wheelchair, and there's like this just trail of blood going down right under the wheelchair, and like. Like, like it is this, like it's a super up. vibrant red. It's like like a children's hospital with color theory. You know, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's Peter Sarsgaard. Oh, Peter. Okay. Peter. Uh, one thing I love about this opening sequence is it really fully captures this this idea of helplessness that I think a lot of people feel when they are giving birth. Like, so many people in that situation are not taken seriously or horrible things are happening to them and to their bodies and they are treated as, like, not the recipients. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's just... It can be horrifying in the stories I've heard. And, and mm-hmm. just, I think the sequence did a really good job. It's one of my biggest fears. So the scene did really get to me. And, like, they pull out this, like, weird, gross-looking fetus. And they're like, it's a girl! And, um... And Kate's actress does, like, genuinely a really good job selling it. She, uh, like, her screaming, like, freaked the hell out of my cat. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like, the whole scene is terrifying. Um, so we do find out, because of course it's revealed, like, it's all a dream, but we do find out pretty early on that, um, she and her husband are- Vera Farmiga, my bad. Sorry, what'd you say? Oh, I said, I've been saying Tessa Farmiga, her name is Vera Farmiga, my bad. It's okay, I mean, (laughs) clearly we just don't remember the actors' names in this movie. (laughs) I, All I remember I is just feel bad. it's because she rules. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would just feel bad because Vera Farmiga goes on to play um, one of the, the Warrens in the Conjuring oh. series. And she's like a really big deal in horror. She's also the mother in the, the Psycho series. So she's like a big name in really? horror right now. She's like one of our modern oh, squ- cool. scream queens. Yeah. Huh. This was like yeah. her first horror, big horror breakthrough. Cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So it's revealed pretty early on that um, their third pregnancy, they had a miscarriage, and it, like, really traumatized Kate in particular, and um, she has, like, a little gravestone and, like, a little memorial for, I guess, maybe it was a stillbirth and not a miscarriage. I don't know if they ever say, but anyway, they lost a baby. I think it's implied to be a stillbirth. Okay, that would make more sense. Just based Um, on the dream sequence, at least. Yeah, so she um is still, like, kind of traumatized by this, but they still have two other children, uh, a boy, his name I don't remember. Daniel. And Daniel, ex- 
And then a little girl who is deaf. And her name is Max. Max. Yeah, that's Max. Yeah. And um, so they decide that they're ready to try adopting a child. So um, they, like, basically go off to, like, seriously, like, an orphanage, which I didn't even know those existed anymore. And, like, (laughs) maybe they don't. And, I mean, it's a movie. Uh, This also took place in 2009, which isn't that long ago. But anyway, they're, like, go off to this orphanage to pick out a kid to adopt and they meet Esther who uh they find her like was very eastern european <laughs> yeah she's got an accent cuz accents are scary and um she's playing piano specifically she's playing what's that song called the story of love or the something? story of love she is obsessed with this yeah song. <laughs> which yeah the song i thought she was painting when the dad meets oh, her because she's painting like yeah, the she line was painting, oh she's like she singing. lost her cub yeah, she's singing. the mama is so oh she's singing yeah that's it yeah and so they go find her like sitting off by herself and she's like yeah i don't fit in with the other kids i'm just kind of different and the parents are like oh well it's okay to be different like just immediately she's like laying on the charm this is the only time in the movie where she's actually good at her whole uh at her whole manipulation shtick yeah (laughs) um it's kind of hilarious how bad she is at manipulating people except for this one specific c which I guess is the most important, really. Yeah, um, as long as you get him on board at first. Yeah, so she, like, hits it off with the parents. Because the dad is actually a painter, right? Yeah. And then the mom is, like, a she plays piano. And so... She got a thing for painters, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she um, has a type. Dilfs and painters. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so she hits it off with the... And they end up adopting her. And uh, she, like, basically as soon as she meets um, the other siblings, uh, the boy does not like her at all. But she and Max end up getting along all right because she starts learning a little bit of sign language so she can talk to Max. In these early bits, I love the uh, the chemistry between the family. They, It's like a very, like, genuinely just sweet to watch they remind me a lot of like my older sister and her family yeah they do seem like super likable doesn't last too Mm -hmm. long though but still (laughs) (laughs) no and i think it's also there is also this um underlying plot laid down where vera farmiga had a drinking problem not vera farmiga what is kate kate had a drinking problem in the past uh-huh. but she's going uh to therapy to get it resolved after an incident where i think her daughter almost fell in the lake and drowned um and her husband came home and saved her yes and, and that was what got her to there stop is a drinking. lot of uh that subplot does come up a lot because this movie is gaslighterific. <laughs> Pretty much immediately, Esther is, like, acting really weird. Like, she walks in, not once, but twice on the parents trying to have sex. Yes! <laughs> and she's just, like, very casual about it. Like, oh, yeah, adults just, like, 
she's they seriously fuck. yeah she goes they fuck and like <laughs> that was the funniest fucking scene it was so good no, it's I the know best what they because are when they, they start fucking. like when they're about to start having like sex like she it cuts to her like esther in her bed and she rockets up like jason Voorhees. <laughs> and like lightning strikes behind her it's incredible yeah and then um she like at one point uh daniel shoots a pigeon with a paintball gun and injures it and so esther shows up and is like now you have to kill it to put it out of its misery <laughs> and um so she like smashes it with a rock and um she's getting bullied at school because she dresses like really like fancy and nice she dresses, dresses and she, she has she dresses like a total nerd, and it's incredible. I love every scene <laughs> yeah. with, es- with Esther at school. She, but like, she really kind of lays on the uh, like the very old doll aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. like kind of Lolita look. But the- y'all remember Samantha from American Girl Dolls? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This She's bitch very is Samantha, Samantha American from Girl. American Girl Dolls. Yeah. This is what Samantha so, did after they canceled her line. I know no. nothing about Samantha American Girl, so I'm just going to take your word for it. <laughs> um, she was from the historical line of American Girl Dolls at the um like af- right after the industrial age, so like yeah, the 1800s. The, yeah, the Victorian. Um I do remember was it late 1800s the, or early 1900s. I think it was like I want to say in, because the, they talked about women voting too that was like a big thing so i want to say it was going into the 1900s but i can't remember for sure. i'm gonna look it up that sounds right i'm also eight, 19 wait well that's when the doll was released 1986 <laughs> ah <laughs> okay where is it samantha where this is such a weird tangent. I apologize. She was born in 1895, so it was early 1900s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just looked it up, 1904. Okay. Uh, so, so, uh, there's that tangent. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to so, stick on the topic of her being in school a little longer because uh, I, okay. I wrote down a few of the lines that the mean kids said because mean kids in movies are my very favorite thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the um, I don't remember. They like say something about her dress. Yeah, Uh, the the girl says, "Oh look, little Bo Peep texted me. She wants her outfit back." (laughs) Okay, (laughs) whatever. And then uh, ripped. Damn, you got the whole squad (laughs) laughing, girl. (laughs) Oh my god, got him. And then uh, like she gets she gets books knocked out of her hand. And they find that she has a Bible. And so someone says... The, the, <laughs> yeah, and they make fun of her for having a Bible. This very real, very normal thing that always happens where she goes, Jesus freak brought her Bible to school today. <laughs> Which is, if you know middle schoolers and how heavily the uh, the Christian church tries to weed itself... Genuinely. Like, into like elementary and middle schools um this is not something that <laughs> happens ever oh god uh, it's so funny like 
I guess they're just like trying to establish that these little girls are like mean or whatever, but that's not and, something yeah, just that like, will ever happen. And Esther well, gets and... this like genuine death stare every time they're mean to her, which becomes yeah. extremely funny when you know mm-hmm. the twist. Are, are we like trying to hide the twist until later in the episode, <laughs> or do we? Um, we... Let's hide it for just a second. All right. I'm not sure how much but, of cu- cultural osmosis has gotten in with Orphan. Cause yeah, I feel movies. like most people know the twist, but I actually didn't when I watched this movie. I mean, okay. I guessed it once I started watching it. But anyway. All right. Um, oh, I know it since middle school, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know, the twist think... where, uh, where the boy and the girl are in the haunted house, right? And uh, Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, and, they, and the ghost killed yeah. them. Well, it's where she takes off her ribbon around her neck and her head falls off and she goes, okay. you'll be sorry. For a hot second, I did legit think that was the twist. Because um, at one point, like, the bully tries to pull the ribbon off her neck, and she just starts screaming. She, she, she and blasts off. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but she does end up, like, just sh- pushing the bully off of one of those big play tower things in the playground and, like, injuring her. No, no, which, that wasn't know, the bully. The little... that, was, that was a different it wasn't the situation. Bully? No, that was... Right I thought off. it was the bully. No, no, that was, uh, so what happens was, oh, uh, sh- she's at the playground with her dad, with, with the dad, not her dad. And, uh, so, and she sees the dad kind of staring at another girl's boobs, right? And this pisses Esther off. So she takes that woman's daughter, like, chases her up the, up the, uh, playground equipment, knocks her off and breaks her leg. Mm, okay um i do remember there was a bit about that where like she finds out because the dad like runs into another parent at the playground and yeah. like oh wait hold on did there did she break another person did she injure another did she injure one of the bullies was that like a separate thing i think it was the bully who was at the playground um i think maybe the bully kid is that lady possible kid here's the thing yeah. i'm terrible and that's with races, the twist so yeah, especially kids. I mean, they all look the same. Um, so she finds out that, like, the dad had had an affair um, with this lady that he sees at the park. But, like, it's clear, like, he's not interested in her anymore. He's like, yeah, like, you know, yeah, she, she's like, do you want to help me move my chair? And he's like, okay. <laughs> it's just, yeah, he's not it's like me it. and my wife will stop by later. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Successfully cock blocked. Nice. Go. What's his face? Dad. So, um. He's so proud of himself for not cheating on his wife. <laughs> yeah. So, um. At some point, too, like, the nun from the orphanage comes to visit to, like, check on her, and she warns the parents about, like, hey, just so you know, a lot of weird stuff happens around Esther. Like, her last adopted family was killed in a house fire, and there's just all sorts of, like, weird stuff that's happened, so you might want to be careful around her. And Esther, like, overhears this, and so she doesn't, obviously, like, doesn't want her, want the parents to be suspicious of her, so... And the only she... way to avoid suspicion is to enlist the help of a five-year-old to murder her. Yeah, to murder <laughs> this lady. So she and Max go out and, like, cause the car to crash, and then, like, she goes and, like, kills the nun with a hammer and they... she doesn't try to make it look like an accident even a little and it's like no. ten of, it's like 10 feet outside of her 
outside of the property and they find it like same day it's incredible she's yeah it's just and so they end up hiding like some evidence in daniel's treehouse um but she like threatens him she's threatening him and max and she's like i'm gonna you know like i'll kill you if you tell anyone and she has a gun i will say can i say can I say what she says to Daniel to threaten Please him? Please do. What, it might yes. be my favorite it's incredible. Line. If you, if you yes. tell anyone what you saw, I will cut your little prick off before you even know what it's for. And then Daniel pisses <laughs> she himself. Eats out. That's and then Daniel pisses. And she like leans down and goes, "You pissed yourself." Yes. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame him. Um. So like. At this point, Kate is starting to kind of notice that Esther's acting really weird. Um, but John is like, no, she's fine. Like, she's just, you know, a little odd, but it's just like in a way that kids are, it's fine. Um, and like, Esther is just like kind of trying to stir up shit. Like, she mentions in front of Kate, like, oh, yeah, we ran into, like, this lady at the park, and she was, like, talking with John, and <laughs> just to, like, stir shit up. It's, it's, this is my favorite thing about Esther, which is the fact that so many times she doesn't really have that much to gain. She just, she just does these fucked up pranks for absolutely no reason. Yeah, because I'm like, honestly, like, things would it. be fine for her if she just like hung out just you know just chilled for a bit but she Genuinely. has no chill <laughs> she's gotta go murdering so um like at this point the parents are starting to have more arguments because kate like is suspicious of esther and um, so Esther's just trying to, like, stir it up even more and cause, like, some friction between them. So at one point, she's, like, telling the dad, you know, I don't think that Kate likes me very much. And he's like, well, you should do something nice to her. So Esther goes and take like, rips out the flowers from the dead baby's grave and gives them to Kate. And she, like, <laughs> freaks out. And grabs Esther's arm and, like, she's like, you did that on purpose. And then Esther later breaks her own arm. This, this is my favorite thing. She she commits to the bit so hard for no she reward. She, she puts her arm in a vice and she squeezes it until the bone visibly, like, breaks up out of her arm. Yeah, like, it's, like, really violent. Oh, no, it is... <laughs> It is genuinely, like, a hard scene to watch. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. then, like, later, um, when Kate is dropping the kids off at school, Esther, like, releases the brake in the car and, like, it starts rolling down a hill <laughs> yes. with Max still in it. Her, and so her one trying ally to, like, in all of this. And she's continuously trying to kill her. For and, no like, gain. she tries to make it oh, look hilarious. like Kate was drinking and, like, that's how what caused the accident. But, um, also, like, I can't remember, how does Esther get a hold of a gun? Because she has a gun at some point. Okay, and she gets the like, gun because... There's a safe. When they were, uh, when they were killing the nun, she, and she's enlisting the help of Max, 
Max knows the key, know the, knows the combination to the safe where John keeps the gun. Why oh. Max knows this at a, as a five-year-old is never explained. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. And then she like almost plays Russian roulette with the baby. Yes! Also, they got the best baby actor for Max. Oh, she's she looks great. so sad and so scared in every yeah. fucking scene. Like I fully believe the child every acting as a whole in this movie has. is really good. I feel like yes, we. There's a whole I segment like a we need to have about really the Esther actress. Max. Sorry. No, you're good. But you're right. They don't pay attention to Max. Yeah, they're like, oh, she doesn't talk, so she doesn't do much acting. Nah, she she puts in a hard performance. She does. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Daniel, too. So... He, he delivers a solid performance. He's a little shit, but I feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, at this point, like, Kate is starting to do some digging. And so, um... She finds out that, like, the quote-unquote orphanage that Esther supposedly came from in Estonia is actually a mental hospital. And she's like, that's weird. Now, Um, personally, if I were a master manipulator trying to, you know, sleep my way into someone's family in some sort of, like, reverse... God, what's the guy's name? I had a whole thing going. Uh, Oedipus, in like a reverse Oedipus complex. I simply would oh, not keep careful documentation of my exact point of origin. But that's just me. Yeah. I guess she's just built different. It, yeah. She just doesn't make very many good choices. So at this, no, uh, let's doesn't. let's just talk about the twist. So we find out that Esther's actually she's thirty five. Like yeah, she's a grown ass yeah. woman. She just looks really young, which um mood. I would like to say that they the filmmakers are truly sadistic fucks cuz they do this whole thing where she the oh god, I hate describing the scene. Uh, I feel gross. Okay, oh, so no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because he's sad yeah, about his wife. And this is before the reveal. And she puts on, like, one of the, her mom, her quote-unquote mom's Kate's negligees and makeup. And she, like, tries to, like, seduce the father. I hate this. Yeah. It is so And it does so not work. Weird. And then... No, then no, this the is my favorite bit because... Reveal, she's 35! No, the thing is, like... like she is literally coming on to John and John just looks at her and he, and he goes like, oh, you're so confused. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, I, I my mean, favorite I is when he like, like yells at her like, I can't do this. Yes. Immediately yeah, after. Like, kudos to him. He's like not having it. Um, Which is good. But... So, yeah. Like, he's like, I can't handle this. I'm going to send you back to the orphanage. Like. I, this is too much. And this is after like like a solid hour and a half. This is a long movie. This is a two hour movie. So it's after yeah. a solid like hour and fifteen I, minutes of Esther doing some messed up shit, and John just going, "Oh, Esther couldn't have done any messed up shit," over and over. Yeah. And I would like to say I do think the blocking of this scene was as good as it could have been because although Esther is thirty five, the actress was a child. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. So they managed to block it so you know what she's trying to do. Without but you having no to see boundaries it. It is... are being crossed in a really hard way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so at one point, like, she does, because the, um, the other two kids are going to try to, like, find the evidence in the treehouse and show it to their parents, but Esther catches on and sets the treehouse on fire and, like, almost kills Daniel, but he's- She's not even trying hospital. to hide her tracks anymore. There is no logical yeah. explanation for that. Yeah, and then in the hospital, she tries to kill him again. Yes! But no, the, she succeeds in killing but, him. Yeah, and the doctors revive him. Yeah. And, like, Kate knows exactly what's going on, but, like, again, no one believes Kate. Then she slaps one the of, fuck out of her. <laughs> which she does. It is, like, honestly a, it is a hard, it is a real slap. It's kind of funny how hard yes. she is. <laughs> she's, she's totally in the right, year old of course, girl. because this girl did literally just murder her son, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um so at this point like the she is they finally hear from like a doctor from the asylum that she escaped from and he's like, Yeah, she's super dangerous and there's a lot of like a big climax scene where there's a lot of chasing around and shooting and they run out onto the pond. Um John dies. Hold on, uh, I, I do want to bring up the fact that uh, the first fake-out defeat of Esther comes from uh, uh, Kate standing on top of a glass ceiling and then falling through it like Gibby directly onto <laughs> Esther. It's mm-hmm. so Gibby. funny. Um, so then they like run out on the pond and... Uh, Esther ends up like falling through the frozen pond, like into the water, and she's like because, grabbing uh, onto s- Kate. Because Max did oh get my the God, gun because again. The five-year-old got a gun. Yeah, yes. the five-year-old had the gun. Um, so Kate like manages to escape, and Esther's like, "No, mommy, don't let me die." And <laughs> Kate's just like, "I'm not your mom," and like fucking kicks her into and it, the it, water, like, breaks her neck. So there's good. like a there's a close up of her head going like ninety degrees backwards. <laughs> it's so. Have we had the same energy, Esther? Um, lighting the treehouse on fire with the kid in it. Yeah, we talked about. We that. talked about that, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> um, I would. Oh, go ahead. Short term memory. Oh, you're good. A lot happens in this movie. Like a lot of this movie is just Esther being creepy. Yeah, it's as a fuck. long movie. It is. But I love the energy of uh, Vera Farmiga kicking her with like it felt like Harrison Ford in like Get Off My Plane <laughs> or action movie one liner of like I'm not your fucking mommy. Kick yeah. the child. <laughs> well, I guess um, kick the the thirty year old woman who who looks like a child. Yeah. So Esther, like we said, she's not a great manipulator. She's awful at like her in job. This, in this movie, she's better at it than in the other one. Yes, and I'm so excited to talk about the other one. But oh, I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the only thing she really has going for her is that she looks like a child. So people aren't, <laughs> you know, aren't going to believe that she's capable of certain things. But... <laughs> I'm like, girl, you need to get well, better Well, and, like, there lying. is one scene where I really liked her manipulation after she's, like, playing Tchaikovsky on the piano, and the mom is like, you told me you didn't know how to play, and she's like, I never said that. I said I would let you teach me. 
I thought, and then she like gives her like shade, like it must be hard loving music so much with a daughter who cannot hear and a son who does not give a shit. And she doesn't say doesn't yeah. give a shit, but like that's what she says. And just she basically just drops these said. bombs of like I don't know what the fuck to make of you. Like I feel like a lot of her strategy is just being so weird and off putting that you don't really know what to do yeah. with her. Yeah, she just she comes yeah. in, does something insane, refuses to elaborate, and leaves before you can react. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And props to this actress. Let me look up who this actress is because she. I know she was in the Hunger Games. Um, but she's she carries this movie. This movie would not work without this child. She is fantastic, um, and like she really Isab- took this role seriously. Isabel Furman. Isabel Furman. Isabel Furman. Yeah, good and for her. She did a great job. Yeah, so she is our yeah. age. Um. Holy Which shit. I guess, like for context, you know that would have put her at like what, like thirteen or twelve, I think. If the movie, movie came, out, came out, the movie takes place in two thousand nine. But did it also come out in two thousand nine? I think it came out in twenty ten. I want to say. I think it came out in two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, regardless, right. I would still put yeah. her at about the uh, the twelve to yeah. fourteen range. Um, but in the other movie, she returns yeah, to play is. Esther again and she's like and it's not mm, as convincing 25 <laughs> it's not as convincing until you get invested in the movie and then you're like yeah that's a yeah, child. Just, I mean I think she still <laughs> looks pretty young so I'm she like looks I, young, she but she doesn't I just look find like a child. that so funny because I'm like uh, that's like this chick is my age we're the exact same age <laughs> and I'm like that I just relate so hard to someone with a young face like yeah, that yeah. Could have been but they gave her a lot of like really hard shit to do in this movie, and she pulls it off with so much menace. Like her serial killer presence is up there with, I would argue, Norman Bates, Michael Myers. Like she yeah, could she hold has a her great own. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. I, really Esther's does. a great villain. I love Esther. Yeah, I am an Esther stan. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I like her a lot. She's, like, up there. I, I feel like we need to include her in more slasher stuff, honestly. Honestly, yeah. I um, We don't have a lot of, like, girl slashers, and I feel like she needs to be, like, up there. Yeah, we've, we've got I feel like her, the only other one we have is, like... Angela Baker. Jennifer Chet. Not that, too. Yeah. Yeah, Carrie. And Angela. Sometimes people put Carrie on there. Yeah. Yeah. My thing Carrie. is, I don't see Carrie as a slasher because she wasn't like murdering people all throughout the movie. She just kind of snapped at the end. Yeah. But I still love yeah. her. Um Yeah. So what were our like overall thoughts about Orphan? Really good. <laughs> Orphan is a genuinely great movie and the prequel is also a genuinely great movie and they are great for different reasons. I... True. I think I like the prequel more. I think I do too, but I would say yeah, that I think I do is too. probably the better movie. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this one is probably um like obviously we wouldn't have the second one if we didn't have the first of one. Course. But I, I do still really like this yes, one. Yes, it is it is a very it's a good time. It is it it is absolutely carried by uh what was her name? Who played Esther? Uh, Isabel Furman. Isabel Furman. Isabel Furman absolutely carried it, but uh, it's it's still a great time. I really like it. Yeah, 
Yeah. As someone yeah. who hasn't seen uh, the prequel yet, I actually think this is a really solid thriller because it's not trying to, like, like, you know going in, something's wrong with this little girl. You just don't know what. So you don't feel robbed of seeing her do all this scary, cool shit. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then they reveal at the final act that she's actually doing all this scary, cool shit. They just have the the reasoning why she's doing all this cool shit. And it's so, it's such a, you know, out there explanation that you you don't see it coming. And it's a, it's a fun twist. Well, I mean, if you, you're in the horror sphere you probably saw it coming because of cultural osmosis but you know it's still a the way they deliver the twist is really fun and i think the acting is great i think this film really cares about its characters the kid acting is off the charts it's silly and it's funny it's scary it's it's a really solid horror movie like it could have so easily just been like a b whatever but they they really put their their ass into this movie they did. I, I appreciate it i think it's yeah. i think it's pretty underrated overall in terms i never hear anyone talking yeah. about it I don't either. That's why yeah. I was surprised it got like another movie. Oh, absolutely! Like, I was not expecting over ten it. years later. Yeah, but I guess you know someone remembered it well enough to be like, "Hey, we should revisit that." And I'm glad um, they did. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would say overall, I really like it. Uh, I I agree. I think the acting like carries this movie. Um. I do wish, like, so I think it would be scarier if she was an actual child. Um, but Agreed. I, for what the movie is, like, I do appreciate the twist because it kind of makes it a little sillier in a way. And so it's, like, kind of fun. Hold on. I do want to, that you saying that did remind me. I want to draw attention to one specific scene, which is uh, when Kate is. Uh, trying to google about what's wrong with esther and she it's distinctly not google and she just types into oh. the search bar children who kill yeah <laughs> i was like that's gonna just end up like pulling up children of the corn or something yes. <laughs> which is very funny some creepy pasta <laughs> but yeah like again i don't even know if like like it, people debate all the time of like whether or not it's possible for a child to like be that way and i don't know because i'm not an expert but i think that the concept is definitely terrifying uh but i don't know i that's such a it's such a like messy area to since it's so controversial and like because our understanding of mental health is still growing and evolving Mm -hmm. that i guess i do think it's better that they that they take this route of her being an adult just so you don't like accidentally end up vilifying a community of people yeah sorry that was a long tangent but no no, it's a good tangent well and one interesting thing is this is i don't think it's I don't know if it's actually based on a true story or if it's just some very scary coincidence because something like this happened what yeah so something like this uh, happened after this movie came out and that's what inspired the the them to make a prequel actually Mm-hmm. Where what? they like, uh, it's this like an couple, actual adult was. I can't. Huh? Yeah, a twenty-two-year-old. Uh, you, I believe the. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say for certain where I thought they were from because I don't have the exact information. If you Google like orphan true story question mark, you can find all the details yourself. But this couple adopted a child, and then they found out the child had a form of dwarfism and was actually 22 years old and would frequently tell them to their face, I want to kill you. 
I'm gonna try to kill you. To the point where they oh. bought a ch- bought that that kid an apartment and then moved to Canada to get away from the kid. Wow. Kid slash adult. Yeah. Okay, I found it. Okay. So um apparently okay, so the original thing did happen before this movie. I guess it happened in two thousand seven, so I apologize. Um yeah, thirty four year old Barbara Skrlova. Yeah, it was an orphan who, like, terrorized her family, and it turned out she was, like, 34 years old. Wild. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, I think it is... I'm glad you actually went on that tangent, Kyla, because I do think this is this movie, while it is fun, it does play on certain tropes of, like, you know, Esther is portrayed to be in a mental hospital, so we kind of have the demonization of people with mental health issues thing. Um... The dwarfism itself, I don't really know what to do with, but it's there. It's there. Uh, yeah, again, like, I think the the thing that keeps this movie from crossing over into, like, offensive territory is that it's so campy. Absolutely. And, like, if it, no if it was more serious, I feel like it would be a lot more problematic, too. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like, no one's gonna take it, you know, seriously or be like, wow, you're making a commentary on this group, because it's just... It's just very campy and and silly. Yeah. I'm excited to go see the prequel. Um, From what you all describe, the the prequel seems to lean further into the campiness, and I love that in my horror. I will not say anything about it, but if you do enjoy the camp, it is phenomenal. Yes. Hell yeah. Also, apparently Leonardo DiCaprio was a producer on this movie. Huh. There's an age joke somewhere here, but I can't find it. <laughs> oh, God. God. Oh, God, no. Was he a producer oh, on the second God. one? I have no idea. Well, that might answer some questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, if she's t- 25, she's got one year left. Oh, I hate everything. Oh, God, I hate men. <laughs> no. Sorry, guys. Uh, it looks like he wasn't a producer on the second one. At least his name isn't on it. Okay. She was too old for him by that point. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it, no, that's because he found out the twist after that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, what? God. You're 35? <laughs> no. No. Too I'm breaking old. up with you right now. I'm dying. <sighs> also, it is a Warner Brothers movie. Which means that Esther can and should be in multiverses. Yeah. Well, I think it would be um, very so... funny if Steven Universe had to fight Esther. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh my when god. When I was reading the like Wikipedia article about the movie, um, you know, sometimes they have like recommended articles. One of the recommended articles was Baby Doll, who's that villain from the Batman Ooh. franchise. Huh. Who's like also uh, has the same condition as Esther that she's like an adult who looks like a child. So uh, crossover win, Esther baby doll team <laughs> yeah. up movie. Could you imagine our Pats just drop kicking this kid? <laughs> oh, we don't oh need God. to. Kate already did. True. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Kate should be the next Batman. Yeah, I would support it. I will say I really liked the score in this movie too. Yeah, that's that is one thing I noticed in my most recent watch that uh, 
like the incidental music i i really enjoyed it was it was very subtle yeah. but uh, it did add to it yeah one thing i guess i would ask is that i listened to um a podcast where they were discussing children in horror movies where they tend to reflect a certain cultural or societal fear going on at the time um so i guess something i would be curious about is given the the late 2000s of this movie what kind of fear is being explored obviously like you know the the invasion of the home the the deception the fear yeah. of you know someone definitely... coming into your home and just taking everything yeah. away I would say the invasion aspect, definitely. Like, someone coming in, especially after you trust them. Like, it's someone that you're supposed to care for. It's kind of like that subversion of expectations, in a way. Like, you expect a child to be helpless, but actually, like, this girl has all the power. And that can be scary. Um, I will say it's kind of interesting that, like, they gave her a foreign accent. I feel like there's some... Some commentary that can be had there of, like, ooh, Eastern Europeans are scary, which is not great. But that was, like, a thing in the early mm-hmm. 2000s. Like, the freaking Hostel movies That was a thing for, all about for a very too. long time. Like, like, half the James Bond villains were Russian. Mm-hmm. The Cold War. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, there is so much drama and scary things happening in the adoption agency. Like, the way the United States takes care of, like, children who don't have a home is, like, terrifying in and of itself. Um, yeah. That's not really explored at all in this movie. It's no, more they, they interested right in over Esther that. herself. Yeah. Well, which I interested... think is probably for the best. Can yeah, I, I don't, honestly, like, I love this movie. I don't think I would trust this movie to tackle those issues. <laughs> No, and in fact, yep. like, it caused controversy from uh, different adoption groups, because um, they were like, hey, this doesn't really represent, like, adopted people very well, uh, I which I think that. is definitely valid. Like, yeah. again, like, I, it's something that, like, I personally don't find offensive because it's so campy and like silly, but I completely understand why someone would be hurt by that. And also, again, I'm not adopted, so I can't speak for someone in that situation. So I do, like, completely mm-hmm. understand why someone would feel uncomfortable with this movie. Yeah. And I guess the twist kind of could, if you phrased it right, I don't think there's they really have a leg to stand on, but you can go, but she's technically an adult. <laughs> so, you know, adopt yeah. them kids. Yeah. Do you think the other kids in the orphanage knew? Because I think they knew. I think they oh, were yeah. like, yeah, kids that's not. have, like, a sixth sense for that kind of thing. I, I think mean, those like... kids were too busy making fun of her for her Bible to well, figure any of that out. That's... <laughs> <laughs> you read a Bible? No, oh, I don't mean gee, the kids at school. Nerd. I mean the other... No, well, I know. I know. But, but she has a Bible there, too. Uh, she mentions too she's oh, like the other sorry. kids make fun of me so i i feel like they probably were making fun of her <laughs> that's probably true which again i i would like to reiterate her being bullied is the funniest thing ever when you remember she's 35 
It is yeah. very funny. And then she's so petty about it. Like, she has to get back at the bully. Yes. And, like, girl, you're you're 35. Like, You have cares? to do taxes. That's just like, not just what you have to worry about. Oh, my God. <laughs> my favorite is the moment where she's about to kill Daniel, and then Max tackles her. Max, the five-year-old, tackles <laughs> Esther yes. and gets, like, the hammer out of her hands. And then she just gives her this death glare like it's a james bond facing down blowfield and i'm just like wait a second she's fine she foiled <laughs> max you, is the mvp fine. of this movie she like really that is. image towards the end of her just holding the gun <laughs> it's so funny to me mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i just it's had also- a realization about esther and i think she pretends to be a child more so just so she doesn't have to pay taxes and shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's her whole thing. Like, she's trying to just get by with these families. But Honestly, if if I got mistaken for, like, what, a 10, 11-year-old all of the time, I would just be like, yeah, adopt <laughs> me. Let me just, like, live in your house. I don't want to pay taxes or have to pay for anything ever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's all fun and games when you don't have to pay taxes, but it's also, like, really annoying when people try to baby talk to you. Um, Yeah. Because I still get this. Like, I look very young, and so for a while I was working as a photographer doing school pictures, and I would show up at the schools I was working at, and of course they always thought I was a student. Like, one day, legit, this teacher thought I was a middle school student because I was, like, walking into the high school and she was like, no, the middle school's over there. And, like... Jesus Christ. Ugh, I don't know... Like, if I was in Esther's shoes, I don't know how long I would be able to stand people, like, <laughs> talking to me like that. that well, I mean, probably... that's why she breaks so Yeah, quickly, I was like, that would probably because... <laughs> get me to snap, too. So I do understand. Honestly, Esther's a queen and we should treat her as such. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I will say I did find the scene where <laughs> Jesus Christ um, again why am I always the one to bring up the gross shit I, there's something wrong with my brain when the dad walks okay. into her room and turns on the black light and she has all these erotic drawings oh every my God. fucking where it's like either erotic drawings of her and the dad fucking <sighs> or it's like horrifying proof of her murder if I were a master manipulator, I simply would not keep detailed drawings of me murdering people and having sex with my adopted father in plain view where anyone could see them with the fish with the black light that is available in my room at all times. But maybe she's yeah. just bit, built different. I think she's also, I don't know if her good uh, I made blacklight art of us fucking would do in a seduction tactic. Yeah. It has never happened to me, so I cannot there. say how successful it would be. <laughs> I'm going to give it a coin flip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, depending on the mood. Oh, might work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do we have any last thoughts about Orphan? I think that's about all I've got on this one. I, yeah. I think it's a solid time. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, I would recommend this movie, honestly. It's just fun. It's I just would silly. recommend it, and I have recommended it on several occasions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm super excited to talk about the other one. So, um, yeah. I would love to come back for I, that. 
Yeah, I was about to say, I think we Please. can like safely say that can be our next episode if everyone's down. Um, I'm down for that. Because I'm dying to talk about it. That More people need to know about bonkers. it. I have not heard a single conversation about Orphan First Kill. And people need to know about it. The, people the only people know. I've seen talking about it are Dead Meat. And that's just because they're pretty mainstream. Yeah. Um, no one else has I've seen... covered it, really. I got spoiled on one thing. One singular part from a clip online. Because um, isn't it... Can't you watch it on HBO or is that not available yet? It's on, it's on uh, uh, Paramount, Paramount Plus. Plus. Paramount. Yes, so you can watch it on Paramount Plus, I believe. But yeah, no, I just saw a horror TikToker talking about it saying, yes, it's stupider than the first movie. No, that is not an insult. Yes, it is a compliment. And uh, they pointed out, can I spoil like one singular scene? It's nothing with the plot or anything. I have no idea the context of it. Okay, then good, because Please. you do not want to know it's... the context going in. I am so serious. Yeah. Good, there's just some guy standing in a doorway looking at her and goes, you're 30 and that's all yeah. I <laughs> yeah yeah god that's so good ah well thank it's you very good so much for joining us jenna it was, it was a pleasure to be here to have you i have been a fan of this podcast for like for the past like four years so it's really oh. really kind of cool to be on here it's kind of crazy how it's I was I was listening to the first saw episode when I was it. working at uh when I was working at Target. Oh, oh wow! Still like oh one of my God. favorite episodes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, do you have anything that you would like to promote? Now I don't really because I don't really do social media and I don't have any projects in the works right now. However, I would like to give a few shout outs if possible. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, uh, first shout out. Please. Go watch Orphan First first Kill in theaters. <laughs> I I mean this so, so seriously. Like, if, if anyone is listening to this, please, please go see it. Uh, and then the others are just name shout outs. Uh, Dan, love you. Casey, love you. Sophie, mm. love you. There we go. Hell yeah. I love love. Aw. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Go see Orphan First Kill. <laughs> because if, if enough people see it, maybe they'll make a third. And I I need to see I what would happen. I hope so. I want to see a third one, kind of a sequel to the first one instead of a prequel. But, but if they just kept going dead. down time <laughs> further and further. Orphan Zero maybe is still. This time she actually is maybe. a child. <laughs> They they do a Jason goes to hell and just bring her yeah. back. Well, I was about to say maybe they Orphan could do one where she really space. is a ghost. No, it's space. I mean, she did fall in the frozen lake, so maybe she got frozen. <laughs> oh no! In space, no one can adopt you. <laughs> no. <laughs> or there's something wrong with Esther in space. <laughs> can't handle this. They just keep finding out over and over again that she's 35, <laughs> but the joke is they cryogenically froze her. So and now so she's like, 135. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's not just 35. This is so dumb. I love this. <laughs> I am 
2035 years old. They they call it Orphan 2035. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have, like, um, Orphan versus Predator, Alien versus Orphan. Um, We put them in the versus franchises. (laughs) Freddy versus Jason versus Orphan. (laughs) Someone please Photoshop that. (laughs) Please. Please, actually. Uh, Photoshop it and tag us on Twitter. We are at Chainsaw Matinee. We also have a Patreon. So uh, if you want to support us on there, we super appreciate it. It's getting time to to upgrade our equipment. So um, we appreciate oh, yeah. my, the money. My microphone is on its last legs. Um, meaning that two of the legs on it are, uh, gone. (laughs) (laughs) Rip. Um, so thank you as always for everyone for tuning in. Uh, thank you again to Jenna for joining us. Thank you for having me again. As always, may your nightmares be plentiful.